Hi, Nick Green here, host of Behavior Fit Radio, where we talk health, fitness, and behavior analysis. Let's start the show. Hi, everyone. Just a quick plug. I created a new course called Addressing Health and Fitness During a Pandemic, Lessons Learned from the Field. In this course, I share five lessons that I learned as a coach on helping improve clients' health and fitness behavior. So go ahead and visit behaviorfit.com forward slash academy and enroll today. Hey everybody, Nick Green here with another Behavior Fit episode. Uh, today's a big day. I'm going to it is uh, it's Thursday, November fourth uh, when I'm recording this, but I will be on the road to St. Louis, Missouri for the invited talk, which I'm very excited to, uh, to to finally speak. Right, I've been alluding to it, sharing, marketing about the talk here for about a couple a uh, couple months, really. So uh, the day's finally here. So maybe when this episode comes out, I w- I could be actually speaking live. I'm speaking live Friday. Uh, November 12th at 1.30 in St. Louis, Missouri. Very, very excited about that. Um, and I think the other bit of housekeeping is um, I kind of stopped inviting people. So I thought, why did I do that? But if uh, if you have a Whoop band, so it's the fitness tracker that is uh, one that is very good at tracking physical activity, strain, recovery, sleep. Uh, I really like it. Um do please go ahead and join the community if you have a whoop. If you have a whoop band, um, you have the app. If you're a whoop user, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'll go ahead and I'm at my computer now. I'll go ahead and look up the code again. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it's good. Just a little, just uh, you know, behavior analysts cheering behavior analysts on when it comes to the whoop activity and uh, things like that. So um, I've had it now for. Let's see, has it been two months? I got another monthly report. I did a podcast episode on that first month that I got. Um, but um, there's a lot of data in there. And it's still, I mean, that's something I think about when looking at any data. There's, when working with clients, there's, you know, how do you make sense? How do you tell the story here? And Whoop is, you know, they do very good at telling the story with data. But uh, I always I always wonder, is this is this too much data? Not enough data? You know, that's 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 everybody determines it for itself. So, uh, the Whoop, I finally found it on my blog page here. So, the join the Behavior Fit Whoop game. The invite code is com c o m m dash d e four b f one d is in dog e is an eagle. The number four b f as in Behavior Fit and one like we are number one. So go ahead and enter the code and join the group. So we got. A whole eight of us in there, so if you have some more people, feel free to invite them, and we can uh, check it uh, check it on the leaderboard. But uh, today's episode, I wanted to review a blog that I had re- written, published um, for this week, and um, it's just something that uh, I had been thinking about for a while. You hear about it, and I thought, let me just put some thoughts together, and um, I'll comment it on on it here today. So. On November 10th, I published an article called Check Your Ego at the Door. So the ego, E-G-O, the, that famous that famous one of the three, the triad of id, ego, and super ego. That's, uh, you'll find that in your 
Psych 101 courses with Sigmund Freud. Now, for ego as, as, as a term, it's kind of like taboo as a behavior analyst, right? Ego, a mentalistic term. It's said to explain, you know, causes of behavior. Why are we doing things? Oh, my ego made me do it. So I put together some words here, and um, I'm going to comment along the way. So here we go. I work out. I'm a scientist. I understand behavior. I can't help but notice when the term ego gets thrown around the gym, right? That's my application. Look at that ego. She got injured because she had a big ego. The ego made me do it. His ego made him difficult to coach, right? Those are some things, some variations of just phrases we may hear elsewhere, but I always think about these things nowadays in the context of the gym. So the ego defined. There's nothing inherently good or bad with the term ego. Sigmund Freud created the term along with the id and superego. Ego, defined as a person's sense of self-worth or self-esteem, is said to guide and cause much behavior. Big egos, little egos, no egos at all. My only challenge with the term is that you cannot observe the ego in the gym, right? You can't see the, wo- the ego walking alongside the person. Our vocabulary treats ego as a thing that is readily accessed by all, right? How do you know what their ego is doing? At best, ego is a placeholder that comes before a deeper analysis of behavior. So, what you observe is behavior. You observe the person walking in the gym, right? You don't observe the ego. So, is the ego always there, present on Mondays, absent on Tuesdays? How so? More fittingly, ego is rather a descriptive term that indicates how likely you or I will engage in some behavior. In this case, performance in the gym. It's the intersection between behavior and environment. If not ego, then what else? So if I'm, going to, if I'm going to substitute ego and say not use it, how else can we think about it? By thousands of repetitions, learning from mistakes, and following rules. Ultimately, reinforcement and punishment shape an athlete's fitness repertoire. By extension, we can substitute this description as a probability of some performance. Now we can give better functional definitions of ego. These improve definitions of the behavior and environment relationship. Athletes tend to have a, a, quote, ego if they, one of these four, do not follow lifting protocols, load the barbell heavier than they should, attempt advanced skill movements beyond their fluency, tend to not follow coaching instructions. Only then do we say they have an ego. So ego is an an analysis stopper. As a coach, I can't do anything with the term. The label does not tell me anything about the performance conditions that led the athlete or bystanders to dole out this label. Instead, I ask pointed questions like, was there something about the lifting protocol that was misunderstood? Can the athlete explain the miscalculation when loading the barbell? Did the coach miss something during instruction? The gym functions as a performance environment as a performance environment to be analyzed. It is loaded with information beyond a simple label and provides you more information about the learning conditions. I'd hate to hear that one fellow human didn't help another out because a silly label halted some fruitful intervention. So check your ego at the door. Rather, don't even worry about it because it's a fool's errand anyway. And that's the end of that blog. So really, when we think about the ego, it's a shorthand. It's, oh, really, you can substitute differently, right? You say, well, I don't really know why that person did it, but we can maybe analyze what's happening in the environment. Let's see what we can do to help that person achieve some subjective report and, oh, now I feel more confident. How do we get 
to more confidence. I've talked about this elsewhere. Through skill development, performance, improvements, reinforcement, you know, thorough coaching, you know, those types of pieces. So uh, when we think about ego, it's, you know, it's easy to say casually. I don't have a problem with that. But if we want to dive deeper, there's opportunities to explore what, you know, what's really going on with the performance of the athlete. So that's it for today's episode. Again, I'm very excited to jump in the car here very shortly and head on over to St. Louis. I'll post and share updates along the way. Um, By all means, I love hearing from you guys. Feel free to ask questions. I'll read them on the episode. And until then, keep moving. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. If you haven't yet, follow me on all social media platforms. You can find me at BehaviorFit, that is B-E-H-A-V-I-O-R-F-I-T, on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube. If you haven't already, check out my main site where there's blogs, sign up for the newsletter, and more. Go to www.behaviorfit.com or email me at nick at behaviorfit.com. Hope to hear from you soon, and keep moving.